Hey there, welcome back to Podcasting for Educators. I love having other podcasters on to share their unique experiences with podcasting, and that's exactly what you'll hear in this episode. I have Rachel Lenhart on the show. I connected with Rachel a couple of months ago when she joined my online course, the Podcasting for Educators Prep School. She is the perfect example of someone who took action, and dove into the content, implemented what I teach, and as a result, she just recently relaunched the Chalk Full of Life podcast. Rachel's a fourth grade teacher getting ready to start her 20th year in the classroom, and she's overcome burnout twice and became a certified life coach to help teachers not make the same mistakes that she made. Her mission with Chalk Full of Life is to help teachers live their best life both in and out of the classroom. If you are an educator at any grade level, I really encourage you to check out her podcast because Rachel is just the most down-to-earth and genuine person to talk to. She really brings in her experiences and perspectives from teaching into her show, and her podcast is a place where you can go to really feel supported and seen from someone who gets what you're going through. In this episode, Rachel shares why she decided to start her show and how the launch process went for her. Like I said, Rachel is a student in my online course, the Podcasting for Educators Prep School, and today I'm excited to announce that the doors are officially open for enrollment again for the prep school. This is a self-paced course that will give you everything you need to get your podcast planned and launched. Most importantly, it's going to give you the tools you need to set yourself up for success long-term and grow your show over time. When you join, you get lifetime access to the content and access to our private Facebook group community where you can come and ask any questions that you have and connect with other podcasters. Starting in mid to late August, we are going to be starting monthly trainings and Q&A calls as well. Plus, all the content is also housed on a private podcast so you can learn on the go. If you want to learn more, you can head to podcastingforeducators.com slash prep school. And to show some extra love to you as a podcast listener, you can use the code PFE podcast to get $50 off. That's PFE podcast. I hope to see you inside the course. All right, that is enough of that. I can't wait for you to hear from Rachel. So let's get into it. Your podcast is a powerful tool that serves your audience and your business. But how do you manage it all, bring in new listeners, and convert those listeners into customers? That's what this show is all about. Welcome to Podcasting for Educators. I'm Sarah Whitaker, classroom teacher turned podcast manager, and I'm here to help you get the most out of your show, all while making an impact on other educators. Hello, Rachel. Welcome to Podcasting for Educators. I am so happy to have you here on the show today. Thank you. I am so thrilled to be here. Awesome. Now, I'd love to get started by having you share a little bit about your teaching background and about your business as well. Well, in August next month, I will be starting my 20th year in the classroom, which is crazy to say that. Yes. (laughs) I'm currently teaching fourth grade, and I got started with this teacher wellness and advocacy actually probably back in like 2017, 2018. A good friend of mine started Chalk Full of Life and 
I was kind of helping her as the teacher in the classroom. She had left the classroom at that point. And so I was just kind of helping her with some behind the scenes stuff and giving her some ideas as far as like what teachers were really struggling with. And I have always been a a proponent of just teacher wellness and teachers taking care of themselves. I burnt myself out (laughs) in probably like 20. 13, 14, well, it was more like 2014. Mm-hmm. I had had my second child in 2013 and was able to take like an extended maternity leave and came back. And I just felt like almost everything had changed. Um, we had had a lot of turnover at the building where I was, and then a lot of principal and admin movement around the whole district that I was at at the time. And so I felt like I came back to this like completely new building, <laughs> but it was the same building and just. At that point, I had been teaching for like 10 years. And so I had always thought like a good teacher was like the first teacher in the parking lot and the last teacher to leave in the in the evening. And that and that was just kind of like the mindset that I started my career with. And that ended up with me being burnt out. And over the many years, I realized that you don't have to work yourself into the ground to be a good teacher. And over the years, it's just kind of morphed into – what became later known as Chalk Full of Life and teaching teachers how to not make the same mistakes. My friend, Kelly, who originally started Chalk Full of Life, and then myself, what the mistakes that we had made early on in the early 2000s when we were young and just trying to figure out this teacher life thing. And so that kind of brought us to where we are probably probably like 2018 when we first started. And then shortly after that, the pandemic happened and teaching – was forever changed. And that virtual or hybrid or whatever you were doing, teachers were burning the candle at both ends trying to just figure out what teaching had become and then also balance their life as a mom or a dad or a partner or whatever you you have going on in your life. And so I went to my friend Kelly and I was like, Kelly, we have to bring back Chalk Full of Life. Teachers need this now more than ever. And so she graciously agreed to let me bring it back. And that's kind of like how it all came to be. So (laughs) I love it. I always love hearing people's stories of how they got started in business. And I see so many similarities with everyone I talk to, especially moms about that struggle of going back to work after having, especially your first kid. It's such a shock to the system. And I know I had a very similar experience. I had a really hard time going back to work after my first. You feel like you are just stretched so thin. And when you were talking about when you had your burnout episode, I mean, I feel like up until a couple of years ago, there really hasn't been this conversation around teacher self-care and teacher wellness and not just surface level self-care, but like really getting to the root of the issue and really giving teachers the support that they need. So I love that that is what your business is focused on. I think you're doing such important work because like you said, teachers do need this more than ever. And it just seems like every single day, something new is happening that is added to teachers' plates. And So it's a really tough time. So I love what you're doing. Now, what made you decide that it was time for you to start your podcast? Well, I've I've been a podcast junkie myself. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I know all about that. So that was a way – like I I don't have a long commute to work. It's like 15, 20 minutes, which is just long enough to get into a a good podcast. And so 
I always like to start my day off with a motivational podcast on my way to work. And then coming home, there were no rules. Sometimes I, you know, would blast 90s music. <laughs> Depends on sometimes, the mood, right? <laughs> sometimes I'd roll home in silence, but <laughs> yes. Oh, same. Sometimes there were t- sometimes there needed to be silence so that you right. could have a good cry. <laughs> right. That too. Yeah. <laughs> But I just have always been drawn to to podcasts. And I listened to several different teacher and educational podcasts. And I just thought, why not me? (laughs) It's such an easy way for for teachers to hear information because they could you, you could listen while you're doing the dishes on your drive to and from school on a walk you don't have to sit down and be tied to something because we're just so busy and so i just felt like podcasting was a good way for me to get my message out to as many teachers as i could yeah that's what i love about podcasting as well you just have the ability to reach so many people and reach them in a way that works with their schedule and i think teachers specifically are the perfect people to create podcasts for, for that reason, but also because, you know, I don't know about you, but I know the educational podcasts that I listen to and that I know of, they kind of are either, they almost serve as like a PD that teachers can listen to, to learn all of these great strategies that they can take back to their classroom. And then there's this other kind of content that is that more motivational and inspirational and They definitely need a mix of both. And I love the idea of kind of listening to a motivational podcast on your way to work to get you amped up and ready for the day. (laughs) Yeah, I needed that a lot this last year. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I bet. I bet. So tell me, how did you, because you are part of the Podcasting for Educators Prep School. Uh, You joined this summer, which is so wonderful. And I'd love to know, like, what made you decide to join? Had you already started kind of your process of launching or relaunching really the podcast Chock Full of Life? Or like, what was that point that made you decide that you needed some extra support? Well, when I found your podcast, I like binge listened to it because I had already (laughs) in the back of my mind knew I wanted to start a podcast but I didn't know how to. And so I listened to your all of your episodes in sequential order. And the information that you share on your podcast is amazing. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is great. And then I heard you were coming up with a course or coming out with a course. And I'm also a course junkie too. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so I thought, wait, what a, and the timing was perfect with yeah. it being the summer. And my goal this summer was to start or relaunch the podcast. And so it was just perfect timing. And when I started your course, it I mean, you give a lot of information on your podcast, which is awesome, but the course was even more like step by step and just almost hand holding without you literally yeah. <laughs> holding our hand, but like <laughs> I could like watch the video and do whatever that step was right alongside. So it just was that added more close hand-holding that really, really helped me get my show off the ground. Yeah, that's awesome. And I'm so glad to hear that that you've been enjoying it and that it's been helpful for you. I, I agree. I think like the difference is obviously with a podcast, if it's an audio-only podcast, you can give information. But with something like a course, you're able to actually see it in action and have those videos that can help you kind of walk through the process. So how did 
actually, before I go into that, tell us about your podcast. Like, tell us a little bit more about what the Chock Full of Life podcast is, what kind of topics you cover, and who specifically it's for. Okay. So the Chock Full of Life podcast is for any educator, honestly, from pre-K up through 12th grade, (laughs) any educator. I mean, I'm elementary, so maybe there might be a little more of a lean towards that audience, but any it's for any educator. And it's just – I share tips and strategies on how to – kind of do it all without doing it all because you can't. You can't do it all. And the word values, the word balance, and the one course that I have is called The Balanced Teacher Life only because I think people want balance, but I teach them that balance doesn't exist. (laughs) It's this magical thing that (laughs) we all want, but we'll never have. (laughs) Sounds nice in theory. Right? So I just teach a variety of strategies. I'm also really honest and raw and I hope relatable <laughs> to my audience that I've been there, I've done that twice, burnt out my burnt myself out twice. And I I try to um, talk about topics that are relevant to the teaching world today. I try, I keep my episodes to, you know, 15 to 20 minutes max because we don't have time to listen much more than that. And I just want to show up consistently every week in teachers' ears to just be inspirational, motivational, and to just help them. My ultimate goal is in this world of – they're, they're called um, – Quit talks, or is that what they're called on TikTok? The teachers oh, that are just oh, like leaving. I just leaving? learned about this. I just <laughs> learned about this. Actually, I learned about this on a podcast. They were talking about this. I am actually not on TikTok. I know. Oh, I need to probably. You should. I know. I need to. I need to do it. It's like one of those stubborn things. I'm like, I'm not going to do one more thing, but I know I need to join TikTok. I'm actually having somebody on my show in, next week to talk about TikTok, so I'm sure I'll make the jump. But I just heard about these. Yeah. Right? Quit, quit talks. Quit, quit talks. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> teachers, you know, for a variety of reasons are leaving the field of education, leaving the classroom. And it's a personal decision and you, everyone has to do what's best for them. Yes. But I feel that if we just looked at education differently and the role of a teacher and the fact that a teacher has a life outside of the classroom, yeah. we could – help so many other teachers stay in the classroom who don't want to leave. Like if now if you want to leave, that's a whole other story and that is totally okay. But I feel like so many teachers are driven out that still have years if not a decade or more of amazing talent to give to the field of education if we just valued teachers and gave them the respect and and value that they're de- that that we deserve as professionals. But my podcast is hopefully a way for teachers to realize you can unapologetically have a life outside of school. You can unapologetically leave at contracted time and still be a good teacher. Mm. So, so that's my ultimate goal is to help keep more teachers in the classroom that want to be there. Yes. That's amazing, Rachel. And as as you're talking, I'm kind of just like thinking back to when I was in the classroom and like how I wish that I had a resource like this because it's almost like we need to totally switch the narrative around teaching because I know I never had that perspective of like, oh, I could actually leave right when the kids leave or at contracted time and I can arrive at school 
at contracted time and have that light. I mean, I totally agree with you that there is no balance, but like have some sort of balance like other professionals do in other careers. And I never thought that that was possible as a teacher. So I, I think that that's so important and you're absolutely right. I mean, teachers are leaving the profession in huge numbers and we we need those good teachers. We need teachers who want to be in the profession. And I know that there are still so many who want to be there, but they're just surrounded by so much negativity, negativity on social media and negativity with probably their own coworkers at school as well. So right. those kinds of conversations are going to be so, so important. Yeah, absolutely. Especially just coming off of the last three years, you know, it just amplified so many systemic issues, honestly, within education. Yes, that need to be addressed. Yeah. So hopefully some good will come out of the past three years. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yes, definitely. (laughs) I'm interrupting this episode for a brief moment to answer one of the biggest questions that podcasters have. How do I continue to bring in and retain new listeners? Here's my favorite answer, podcast guesting. When you guest on the right podcasts, you're positioning yourself in front of ideal listeners and customers. This is a powerful strategy when done intentionally, and I can show you how in my mini course, Guesting for Educators. In this course, I'll teach you my three-step approach to landing and leveraging podcast guest interviews. When you join, you'll get access to the course content, templates, swipe copy, and even a list of shows who are currently accepting guests. The best part? You can work your way through the content in less than a weekend. What are you waiting for? Head to www.podcastingforeducators.com slash guesting to learn more. Back to the episode. Now, I know I kind of bounced around there, but I did want to go back and just give have you share more about your podcast so that we have that context before we talk a little bit more about how things are going so far with you with podcasting. So let's back up a little bit. And I'd love to hear how the launch process went for you. Did it go smoothly? Like what what kinds of things felt really easy? And then what what challenges did you face, if any? Well, I was so excited to get started. And I, I'm the kind of person that I tend to like binge and <laughs> just kind of go th- go for it. Me too. And, and so I did that and I kind of like scared myself <laughs> and I reached out to you. Yeah. And I was like, Sarah, mm-hmm. <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> um, and you talked me off the ledge. But <laughs> yes. And almost everybody has that moment at some point in the process. Sometimes it's at the very beginning. Sometimes it's like the day of launch and other times it's somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I remember I had said I wanted to launch on June 21st. Mm-hmm. And you're like, why? And I'm yeah. like, well, because it's the first day of summer. And you're like, well, why? <laughs> yes. Yes. And it, that's everybody's like, I want to launch tomorrow. And I try to say, let's just slow it down. Yeah. Slow it down. And it's good to be excited. But yeah, taking your time and yeah. doing it at the pace that actually feels good to you is is really important. Absolutely. And so once I slowed down to and it was like it's like that saying like you have to slow down to speed up. Yes. So I had listened to all of the modules and just soaked everything in like a sponge and I was ready to roll and then got like imposter syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like who wants to listen to me? Like yeah. I'm just a teacher that, you know, but everyone's story is so important and I just feel that everyone has the their own 
permission to share their story. And so that's what I did. I just started and I started recording and I fell in love with recording my podcast. I could record oh, that eight episodes me, like, a day. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I've become obsessed with recording episodes. So that is my absolute most favorite part is the sitting down with the microphone and I have like my little outline and just going for it. I love that. And you had asked if there was any like hiccups or any things along the way and everything went relatively smoothly. Um, Your course just literally lays it all out in the calendar that you have in there. Like I'm a planner. And so the way that calendar was laid out, it was like, I did it myself. Like I was was like, this is amazing. And so I literally like had two or three tasks a day that I would do up until lunch. And it just made it like baby steps. And so I just follow the baby steps one by one by one. It was not overwhelming, and I just did it. And then the only little hiccup, and it was my fault completely, was when I launched – in the course, you teach about launching three episodes at a time because we're in this like binge culture, and I'm one of the bingers. Yeah, me too. Me too. When I had gone into Lipson to – upload my episodes, I had them all launching at the exact same time and they launched out of order. So it was like, I had episode two, (laughs) then one, then three. And I'm like, what happened? (laughs) But that was totally my mistake and it was super easy to fix and you helped me fix it. So, and you even taught it in the course. I just like didn't tune into that one little tidbit. So, <laughs> But you know what? It was actually – and then what you did was great, which is you came into – the course has a private Facebook group and you came in and shared that you had done that to warn people because a lot of people were getting ready to launch. And so now people have – your advice that they can keep in their mind when they go to schedule their episodes. So there was some good that came out of that. And it's just a reminder that honestly, anything that you put up on your podcast is fixable. Like you can take things (laughs) down, you can reschedule things. So it is low pressure and almost anything that you update is pretty immediate to like those updates are pretty immediate to be reflected on the different listening apps. So Hey, if that was your only hiccup, that is pretty darn good. <laughs> I know. I was actually surprised myself. I'm like, this is actually kind of easy. Good. People think of podcasting and they think, oh, it has to be this big production. And honestly, it's a couple of supplies from Amazon, your, you know, your mic, your headphones, a computer that you most likely already have, and you're set. Like it's not this big scary thing. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It is crazy to think like before you get started, there's going to be that moment of like imposter syndrome, like, oh my gosh, I'm going to be on a podcast. I'm going to be on people's phones. What in the world? Like, who am I to do this? Everybody has those thoughts, but truly anybody can start a podcast. You don't need that many things. And just back to your point, that I really love of everybody has their own stories. Everybody has their own messages. Even if it's a similar message to something else that somebody speaks on, everybody delivers things in a different way and everybody connects with different people in different ways. So podcasting is just, it gives people a voice. You can bring guests on, teachers in the classroom. It gives people that opportunity to have a platform to speak on and to reach lots and lots of people with their messages. So I'm glad that you are enjoying it and 
seeing the many, many benefits of it. I think sometimes sitting down and recording a solo episode can almost like feel a little bit like therapy, I would imagine, especially with your topics. Yes. In fact, I just recorded two episodes yesterday or maybe it was the day before. And the last episode I recorded was – it's a really vulnerable conversation that teachers need to kind of have with themselves. And to have it with myself again was like, whoo. <laughs> it was a much needed therapy session. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like this roller coaster because maybe an episode like that, you might even you might feel nervous to like record it and then you do it and it feels good. Mm-hmm. But then it's the day that it goes out and those nerves come back because yeah. you know people are actually going to be listening to it. But those are the episodes that are going to make such an impact on people. And I just have to tell you, like, even listening to your trailer that you had sent me, your voice is so soothing. You just have such a great way about you that that makes you so perfect for podcasting. And I think people are just going to absolutely love it. Oh, thank you. (laughs) You're very welcome. Now, so now that you've been through this process, if anybody is listening who's thinking about starting their podcast or maybe they've gotten started but they're feeling a little bit stuck, do you have any advice for them to kind of push forward? Honestly, it's that same old thing of just – just do it. Yeah. <laughs> like just it might seem scary, but push through that fear. Do it scared and just just keep going. You're going to get imposter syndrome. Everybody gets imposter syndrome and that's normal. But just keep going because in the end when it's done and you publish your first or you launch your first episode, it's it's just incredible. I just I can't tell you how much I just love 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 this new it's like a new creative outlet for me. <laughs> yeah, it is. It totally is. And I hear that all the time that it's just it brings an element of fun and joy to your business that everybody needs. Yeah. Yeah, so I would just say do it and do it scared. <laughs> yes, that's great advice. Okay, now I have two questions that I ask my guests that are kind of just for fun. So the first one is, if you could interview your favorite childhood star just for fun on your podcast, who would it be? Oh, my goodness. Um, Well, I'm a child of the 80s. Yeah. Early 90s. Yep, me too. (laughs) So I don't know if you remember TGIF. Uh, Fridays. (laughs) On Fridays, they had like the lineup of Full House and Urkel and all of that. Step by step. Yes. Oh, I forgot about that one. (laughs) (laughs) They would change the lineup, but would. Full House was a staple for sure. Yes. And And that was my favorite. Full I was a full house lover. And like Fuller House, I was like, eh, Eh, it was okay. But it was yeah, it wasn't the same. It wasn't the same. (laughs) But getting back to your question, I would totally love to interview DJ Tanner or Candace Cameron Bure. So I follow her on Instagram now and I love her. She's just a great human. But I would love to interview DJ Tanner. Oh, that's a great one. That's a great one. I know I um actually I think it was yesterday on Instagram, uh this, uh, gosh, the girls who played on Sister Sister. Is it Tia? And oh, the twins, the Tamara t- and or Tia and Tamara. Some, yeah, some, I think so. Yeah. yeah, they popped up on my Instagram. So now I'm following them too. I just love this question <laughs> because I love going back and like thinking about all the great shows that we grew up with. <laughs> oh, it was awesome. Those were the best. Yeah, they were. <laughs> and you couldn't like binge watch them. You had to watch them at 8 o'clock yes. or 8.30. <laughs> yes, yes. And I remember like I still have memories of sitting down because like our whole family would watch yes. it together. Pizza night, yeah. life was good. Yes. <laughs> 
Good old days. <laughs> I know. I know. It's not the same anymore. Our kids won't ever know that. They'll be like – they always pull up the direct TV and they're like scrolling for like – Oh, <laughs> yeah. like, that's not how TV used to be. I know. Our remote – we have – we have. Um, I'm afraid to say her name, but A-L-E-X-A. yeah. In our house. And it's hooked up to our TV. And so my daughter literally just says her name and says, play – Whatever. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you you have no idea. They have no idea the struggles. <laughs> no, no idea. But now we have these great stories that we can reminisce on. And they're just like, mom, are you crazy? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love it. Okay. And then question two is, do you have any favorite podcast right now? It can be for fun or for business. Absolutely. Well, I listen to you regularly. I um, love it. And Thank then you. I also listen to um, Hustle Sanely by oh, yeah. Jess Massey. I really like, really love her for um, for business and life too. I have. She's in my library too. Have you ever gotten her planner? I do have her planner. You do? Uh, yes, you I love mean, it. I love it. I love it. Oh my goodness! I used to be an Erin Condren girl. Uh huh. Same. And totally converted. Totally. Like if you don't have it, you. Well, don't get it now because wait until yeah. 2023. I, so I tried last year and it, by the time I found – I had like just found out about her and her planner was sold out. Oh. So I know. I got to get it If you get, get on her year. email list, yeah. you'll get like first dibs. Okay. I'll so I'll remind you. Okay. Thank <laughs> Usually you. like November, <laughs> like October, November okay. is when she launches. But <sighs> okay. it is the best uh, – I don't use it for school. I use it for like my business and my personal life. Yeah. But love it, love it, love it. So anyway, her podcast. And then for like just for fun and motivation, I recently read um, Untamed by Glennon Doyle. And then I found her podcast, We Can Do Hard Things. Yes. Oh, my goodness. So good. It's so good. (laughs) So good. Like I'm not being dramatic when I say like Mm life-changing. Like it's – yeah. Everyone, everyone needs to listen to some Glenn Doyle. Yes. <laughs> Glennon, sorry, Glennon. I always call her Glenn. Glennon, yeah, I know. It's a hard Glennon name to Doyle. Say. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I have that one in my library too, and I need to listen to it more because the episodes I have listened to are absolutely fantastic. Like that's I, like therapy. It is, it is like therapy. <laughs> did you listen to therapy. the to the gun violence one? No. Not oh, yet. she did I'll send it to you. It is it's so good, and it's so. It's also like very informative. I learned oh my a goodness. lot. So I got goosebumps. Yeah. I need them. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a great podcast. I totally agree. Yeah, yeah, love podcasts. I can always find a podcast to listen to. Oh my gosh, <laughs> me too. And I'm always looking for. Even though my library is like full, I'm always looking for new podcasts, Same. which is great news for podcasters. <laughs> yes, because <laughs> we're people are obsessed. If they're a podcast listener, they're usually obsessed. All right. So before we wrap up, can you just tell us where we can find you online, where we can find your podcast, all that good stuff? Sure. I'm a lot of places. I'm um, on Instagram at Chockful of Life. I'm on TikTok. Yeah, go girl. <laughs> at Chockful of Life. I'm not as active on TikTok. I'm getting there. I'm yeah. Kind of, you know, just little bits and Is bits. it basically this? I feel so I feel so lame even asking this question because <laughs> I don't know the answer <laughs> to. But is it basically like creating Instagram reels? Is it the same kind, kind of yeah, process? Yeah, basically. Okay. That's, it's the same concept. Yeah, okay. really it is. Okay. But you can't like cross post. Like they don't ah. like – your algorithm gets funky. So <sighs> okay. I don't know. But anyway, it's fun. It's just fun. Yeah. My kids make fun of me because I'm on I'm on TikTok. They're, they think it is the most embarrassing, ridiculous thing ever. They're like, mom, that is so cringe. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Wait, like, how old oh, are your kids? 
12 and 9 oh, and yeah. the 12-year-old is like so embarrassed by the fact that I have TikTok. That's amazing. And I'm like, that just makes me want to do it more. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're just you're just fueling the fire. I have a uh, just-turned-5-year-old, and so she's not embarrassed of me yet, but I know oh, it's coming. Give it some time. <laughs> it's coming. Oh, my. And then I also have a website, www.chockfulloflife.com. Awesome. That is great. Rachel, thank you so, so much for coming on. I really appreciate your time and appreciate you sharing your experience. I know people are going to enjoy hearing it. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. This is the first time I've ever guested on a podcast and it was so much fun. You rocked it. (laughs) Thank you. you. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. To keep this conversation going, connect with me on Instagram at Podcasting for Educators. I'm always looking for an excuse to talk about podcasting. If you're looking for support in launching, managing, or growing your podcast, check out my online course, the Podcasting for Educators Prep School at podcastingforeducators.com slash prep school. I'll see you here next time.